personally, I feel like the morals of the company that you keep says a lot about you mm -hmm. as a person. Mm -hmm. And if I'm okay with my friend cheating, then that says a lot about what my morals are. Hi. Hi, everybody. I'm Eden. And I'm Jay. And welcome to Eden X Jay Unfiltered, the podcast where we have created a safe and sexy space mm -hmm. to have unfiltered conversations. We might be the same sex, but we have different opinions. Yeah. And if you have not followed us yet, and I don't know why you haven't, go follow us on everything mm -hmm. at Eden X Jay. Each different platform has something a little fun, wacky, crazy, and sometimes scary. Uh, so go give that a follow and check that out. Also, don't forget to stay till the end because we are actually going to be pulling a card from our intimacy deck. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know what an intimacy deck is, again, stay till the end because you have to figure that out. <laughs> I'm not going to give it all away, but it'll be worth it. Yes, it will. And today's topic is a super popular one right now, especially with Miley's song and Shakira's oh, yeah. song. Uh, we are going to be discussing cheating. Yeah, because if you have been living under a rock, then you will know that Shakira and, Sh Shakira? Shakira <laughs> and Miley... I've created some really good breakup bangers, breakup bangers, cheater bangers. They're I amazing. I mean, we're in a obviously a healthy relationship yeah. and it's still a banger. I, I love breakup songs. Honestly, we've been listening to most of them on repeat and it's really cool because we're a bilingual household. So we're switching off between the Spanish both. <laughs> and the English <laughs> one. <laughs> so that's been amazing. Um, but it's a really big topic that's popular right now mm -hmm. about cheating. Mm -hmm. And we've you know, I've gotten this question from our followers quite a bit that, you know, can you come back from cheating? And I think that's a really, really good topic I'd love to dive into you with. And I think how we should start it off is where do you stand on cheating? Because I know, but they don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't like cheaters. I would never cheat. But I will say I have cheated in the past. That's honest. So I've been on both sides of the coin. Mm -hmm. You? I my Gemini good luck <laughs> good luck surviving this if you cheat on me um <laughs> we're going down together oh yeah uh, I'm well aware I know I know that's why you gotta keep them keep them safe um anyways I would say my cheating policy is and we had this conversation very early like yeah. first date yeah, yeah, yeah where do you stand with cheating and I think that's a really good first date question that should totally be on the table because then at least you know where each other stands and where that boundary is. And I brought up the conversation on our first day and I was like, okay, where do you stand with cheating? I love that you were honest. You're like, I have cheated in the past. Um, my cheating policy is I just can't come back from it. Yeah. And for me, it's same. Can't come back from cheating. Personally, not to say, and we're going to get into that later, like further on in the that episode. That people can't come back from cheating because I think mm -hmm. I think people people make mistakes. So as long as you admit to your mistake and you work on it, then there is there is a way to come back. Yeah. But the problem is that most people don't want to do the work. So Yeah. But not with me. Other people. Not <laughs> and with I, me. And I will say there's a difference between emotional cheating and yeah. physical cheating. And that's also something we should talk about. Yeah, but disagreeing in this aspect becomes not with me again. Other people are <laughs> forgiving. And that is my toxic trait. And I, I will own that. I actually, I struggle quite a bit with forgiveness. Yes. You are a way more forgiving person than I am. And I think you've over the years brought that out of me yeah. of like learning about forgiveness and learning how to forgive. And I am so like tight. You're cutthroat. I'm very cutthroat. If you, you, mess me up one time that's it done I will never give you a second chance to do that again but you know talking about that I think the reason why I'm so forgiving and I believe in second chances is yeah. because I was on the other side of that coin and um, I feel like I've done the work to be a better person and become mm -hmm. a better person so I know if I can do it anybody else can do it but it's like the the will and the want to change that's that's mm -hmm. or it's you can be one or the other. You I know? think that's great for other people. <laughs> I'm just joking. Yeah, I since we've been together, I have learned forgiveness. And what I will say, since we've been together, and it was a growing process, right? Learning how to let go of my toxic trait right. and my trauma. My trauma comes from 
you know, growing up in an environment where I couldn't trust my family. And if I can't trust the people who I'm supposed to be closest with, how can I trust complete strangers? Yeah, no, I hear you. So as I got older, trust for me was a lot harder. But that wouldn't, that's not fair. And that's not healthy to relationships because I kind of took that baggage with me. And learning forgiveness with you and even giving people a second chance and being burned a second time, Mm -hmm. I will say that growth in our dynamic from learning that in our relationship, I don't regret it. I don't regret giving somebody a second chance. I don't regret, you know, at least when I cut them out that second time because th- that's all you're going to get out of me, babe. Like, I love you and I won't, I'll give somebody now a second chance, but not a third. Like, yeah. that's it. That's where I draw the no, line. I hear you. I hear <laughs> that's you. That's all you can get. But and at I'm least really, I'm there. I'm appreciative of your growth, <laughs> I will say. I've definitely, in the four years that we've been together, I've mm-hmm. seen, I've seen growth. She'll like see me. She'll like put down the scissors. <laughs> let them talk. <laughs> let them try. But speaking of cheating, I feel like we recently had a situation where cheating was a huge topic. Yeah. And we should dive right into our situation. <laughs> this situationship was, still is, it's so complicated on so many different levels because this, it, it really does come down to the, like, where do your morals lie? Yeah. And as somebody who says, you know, I would never cheat or I don't condone cheating. This is a question you have to ask yourselves, listeners, I'm asking you to. If your friend cheats, do they get a pass? Or is all cheating bad? Yes, I I agree. And I think I'm on the other side of that. Mm -hmm. I don't, if I had a friend that cheated and I knew their partner, or even if I didn't know their partner, I would tell the partner. And that could be, uh, I I don't know, not unpopular opinion. But personally, I feel like the morals of the company that you keep says a lot about you Mm -hmm. as a person. Mm -hmm. And if I'm okay with my friend cheating, then that says a lot about what my morals are yeah so and take for instance and I think people start to think right like I have a ride or die I have a best friend we've been best friends for since high school elementary school we got each other's back no matter what those people still don't get a pass either I can 100% say like if I were to ever not that I would ever because I'm smart (laughs) I would starve (laughs) if I were to ever step out of this relationship and I told my best friend of like Again, she's a cancer, so if all you cancers know, all you have to say is I have a dead body in the trunk and you already have the shovel. They're and like, you will say never, less. You will never tell a soul. Cancers are always so ride or dies and they're the best of the best friends. But what I love about my best friend too is that what's wrong is wrong and what's right is right. And if I were to have ever stepped out, I know for a fact that she would be like, you made a mistake, you fucked up, you either correct this or I will because that's not right. Right. And she would be honest in like with the whole situation, whether I wanted to hear it or not. And that's a true best friend. And those are friends you want to keep in your circle. Yeah. They'll do the right thing and the hard thing, even if they don't want to. Yeah. And that's a situation that we got pulled into. Yes. Not that long ago. I'm like, how, oh where my do, God. We, how do we start? Show, how do we take I think we should back? set the scene. We'll set the scene for you. Okay. <laughs> set the scene. It is. It is 2022. I think. Summer of 2022. Mm-hmm. Is it summer? Yeah. No. Aprilish is okay because you had it was your spring. Yet. <laughs> Painting the spring. picture, it was spring of 2022, and mm-hmm. Eden and I met a group of lesbians who were Latina and diverse, and yeah. literally what I, we wouldn't imagine our queer group of friends would be like. Um, yeah. So we instantly connected, and we had the best spring slash into summer. Oh. So dream hangout yeah. with these amazing people and we partied and yeah. we got to know each other relatively quickly uh we kind of just meshed i think when yeah. you meet people some people just click instantly and that's kind of like the bond that we had with them i feel like we like lesbian u-haul yes the friend version with each other like we all just went in so intensely where we were hanging out almost every day yes. or every other day or if we would go a few days without seeing each other we would you know, it would go off. It's almost like an chat. itch you had to scratch. Yeah, you're like, okay, yeah. now what is everybody doing? Clearly, things we could have all done by ourselves, but we wanted to be around each other yes. all the time. We had the funnest summer. Yeah. We traveled together. We ate, drank, did all the things. Wound up at strip clubs. 
Like we, it was a blast. So yes. let's just paint the picture. This is now a very close knit, you know, group of lesbians that are doing everything together. And to, there was a moment in time where one of the friends said like, I can see this being a forever group. Like yeah. I could see us being old and raising our kids together, mm -hmm. maybe buying lands all together and creating like this, <laughs> I don't know, lesbian utopia. I think they use the word lesbian yeah, utopia. of raising our kids. I've seen just, it. I've seen know. it. And the we, vision. All, we all wanted it until. Until one day, someone had to fuck it up. Exactly. <laughs> but, until. But I will say, ugh, it's so hard. It's like I'm trying to, trying to get it all out because it, it still does break my heart. When we go and we like, oh, like talking about the summer and the vision of how fun everything was, it breaks my heart that we're here. Yeah. It truly does because right. we were all so close and it still hurts a little bit and it still feels like a loss because one person cheated on, on, one, on another right. person. Painting you the picture, we're all friends. There's a group of seven or eight of us. Most of us are coupled up. And there one of three, those couples. Three couples, one single. Sure. One couple, two couple, three couple. The third couple was us. Right. We were the newest. And there was one couple that was getting married. Yes. Yeah. They were getting married. We got an invite, a late invite to the wedding, and yeah. we were super excited. And that couple, one of their partners stepped out yeah. and drunkenly told me at the bar, mm -hmm. which put me in the most stickiest situation because now – you're throwing your dirty laundry on me and you're asking me to keep that secret from my partner who I do not lie to. <laughs> yeah, tell me is, more. Who's also a more. spicy Gemini. <laughs> so it was kind of a fucked up situation for me to yeah. be put in that situation. And I kept, like as soon as it happened, we were all at a bar playing pool late at night and this friend just literally just under her breath told me that she was in a situation with you know a, a friend of hers and mm -hmm. it's been going on for a couple of weeks and maybe months I, I my first question was are you planning on telling your yeah. partner mm -hmm. are you planning on coming clean and her immediate response was no I, I think I'm gonna coward out and I'm just not gonna tell her which I think a lot of people take that route yeah. like I think it takes a lot of courage um, and respect more than anything yeah. for the person that you're cheating on yeah. to come clean. So immediately her response was, no, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not going to do it. And I'm just going to go through with this marriage and like, not tell her. There are a couple mistakes that happened here. One, cheating on a Gemini is always dumb. <laughs> that is like the dumbest decision that you can make because we are ready to like light this bitch on fire. Second. True. Why would she tell you? Right knowing that you are also married to a Gemini. So I'm ready to like light this on fire once once I find out, but we'll get to that. And then three, sorry, I said two, but now there's a third one. I'm adding one in. Uh, why would she tell you knowing where you stand? Because we talk and we preach about healthy dynamics between relationships. Why would she think that that was okay to tell you? Like that you were going to be so cool with it. That I don't know. Sometimes I feel that tattoos give off like this, like, I don't Bad care persona. <laughs> and I'm like the biggest sensitive person ever. I was like, don't, yeah, don't let those tattoos, tattoos fool you. I'm going to blame the tattoos. <laughs> I mean, they're hot, but you're the sensitive one. And the I know. more like empath and the more emotional one. So I think it, emotionally, you probably took that more to heart. Than, oh, yeah. Than, I was crushed because yeah. I, there, all of my dreams of having this lesbian utopia, yeah. I knew immediately the whole dynamic was going to change. All of it. And then my second follow-up question after like, will you come clean with to your person, especially like before you say I do, I think that's important to not entrap this person, right? Because mm -hmm. California is a 50-50 state. So we also, we also have to think about that, right? There's a wedding. There's a wedding. Time bomb ticking at yeah. any moment. So my second question was, who knows? Yeah. Who out of this group of seven people knows no. that you're cheating or that you you've been cheating and there was one other person did you automatically feel like you weren't the only one that knew no yeah yes sorry yes I automatically knew I wasn't the only person mm -hmm. because we were all too tight yeah I and that. and the, the second reason why I thought that was because there were other people in this friendship that hung out with her more than I did we were the newest that's yeah. that's that's what threw me off mm -hmm. so I knew there had to be more people in this group that knew mm -hmm. and it 
it really bothered me that nobody was saying anything. Everyone it was, was almost just like sweeping it under the rug. So immediately after she told me this, we went home and mm -hmm. in the car, I just word vomited everything to Eden because I also, don't, I'm not about to get in trouble in my relationship for something that <laughs> someone else is doing. I, I mean, I will say in, in this, you know, situation and this dynamic, even though other people knew, it seemed like you wanted to give her the chance to yeah, come clean. Because totally. at the end of the day, it should be, her. it should come from her. It shouldn't come from you. It shouldn't come from anybody else. Like, not to say it's like your mess, you should clean it up. But at least you gave her the shot to come clean. And if I remember this correctly, you gave her more than one chance yeah, to come clean. Totally. At the bar, I said, you should probably tell her mm -hmm. because you're about to marry her. And I don't think like morally you're you're about to say your I do's right till death do us part. Right. And maybe I'm just old school and I care a lot about vowing yourself to someone else yeah. and and it, forsake all others forsake all others yes <laughs> that is all in of there. that it's so in immediately there. i was just like trying to tell her to come clean yeah. because if you do it before you get married and you put it you put the ball in her court it's on her to mm -hmm. to then figure out if she wants to go through with it or not but at least your hands are you're clean like mm -hmm. you're coming straight mm -hmm. to your partner um and her response was yeah like I, I'm gonna coward out. Mm -hmm. That was the first time yeah. that I told her she should. You gave her some time. Yeah. And then she you guys I think talked about this a few like maybe a couple weeks later. Yeah. And then nothing had changed. And the interesting part is that you were at the time more close with the cheater friendship wise mm -hmm. and I was more close with her fiance. That was because she's also a Gemini. Cheated on, yeah. And I can understand maybe why she went to you rather than me because her and I weren't really that cool. We didn't click as close, but I was very much close with her, you know, then fiance. But when you gave her the option a second time to come clean and she said, no, I'm going to chicken out. Yeah. And this was sometime around December. This is all pretty recent still. And I guess... For context, you know, the wedding was only going was gonna be in another couple of weeks. So once she told you that she's not coming clean and has no intentions of coming mm. clean, is going to walk down the aisle and pretend like nothing happened, like you and I had a conversation well, and we yeah. had to make a choice. Well, we also didn't feel comfortable attending a wedding that we knew may or may not end up in shambles. That's yeah. also financially, we're spending money on yeah. going on this wedding being part of this mm -hmm. wedding and also covering for the cheater. Yeah. So I just felt like there was way too many things that my moral compass would be mm -hmm. swaying and well, it would it wasn't worth our time, I felt. When you told me what happened, my initial very like jump reaction is that I have to tell my friend. Yes. Like I have to tell her what happened. Like fuck her, fuck like fuck all the rules. Like she she deserves to know because I put myself in her shoes. Right. I would want to know. Right. And like you kind of like talked me down from the ledge and you you were right. I do agree now, clear-headed. Thank you. That the cheater should have the opportunity right. to come clean. And, and I tried two again. chances is all you Correct. get. That you don't get a third one with Correct. me. So I told you to <laughs> fall back and I was going to approach the cheater one more time. Yeah. And kind of talk through all of it and, and hope that she um, understands why it's important to come clean. And when she said unfortunately, she's about to walk down the aisle. she said, I'm just, I'm a coward. It mm -hmm. is what it is. I'm just going to luck of the draw and see if she finds out. Mm -hmm. um, so at that point, it's, I've already given you two chances. You're not going to step up and do the right thing. So now I'm forced to do the thing. And, and when you and I had the conversation yeah. about how are we going to go about this, because now basically everyone in the friend group knows. Or we assume knows. And assumed or assume knows, but 99.9% .9 sure everybody knows, except for the one that's being cheated on. Which is another layer to this whole thing. Imagine you, you're having to hang out with your group of girls and you're everybody having a good time and everybody knows you're getting cheated on like an extra layer except for the person right and that was 
so hard when we all finally hung out again and you can kind of tell that the dynamic has changed yeah. and it's very different. There's just something in the air that is just not, it's heavy. The friendship doesn't feel the same. The group chat is like semi-quiet. Is there crickets on here? I know, crickets. <laughs> crickets. Yeah, that's what the group chat sounded like <laughs> when it was like popping always. Like the dynamic was done. Like our group was done mm -hmm. and I think we just had to accept that there's no going back now. And when you and I had the conversation, you wanted to tell her, I told, I asked you if you feel comfortable with me being the one to tell her because her and I were, you know, closer friends. And two, as somebody who is my friend, I hated, I hated waiting. Mm -hmm. Not gonna lie, I hated waiting, giving her the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, I felt like I just get her and I, I wanted to be the one to tell her to just talk to her and to also paint the picture of what's happening around this time. I just started recently watching Jersey Shore <laughs> and I was on the episode where yeah. <laughs> Sam, I don't know if anybody's so, watched it. So Eden's never seen, seen Jersey, Jersey Shore, Shore. <laughs> which blew my mind because Jersey Shore is like such a staple for reality TV. And so at the time, I made Eden start from the very beginning of Jersey Shore. And we were just going from season to season to season. Yeah. And we were on the episode where Ronnie cheats mm -hmm. on Sam. And the and, whole house knows. And, and the friends write a note to finally tell Sam that, you know, she's being cheated on. And it just completely backfires. Yeah. Sam, Got you know, mad at the friends. gets mad at the friends mm -hmm. for telling the truth and stays with the cheater. And I'm watching this episode and I'm like, what if that happens to what if that happens to us? You know, like granted, the chips are gonna fall where they may, but it, it's just gonna suck, you know, to mm -hmm. to be that person that you know yeah. is bringing you this terrible news and to get blamed for it. Right. But having watched that episode, it just gave me an extra layer of anxiety <laughs> I didn't need, and I almost wish I didn't watch it. And I'm like, why am I watching Jersey Shore like 20 years later, 10 years, whatever? Because it's amazing. It was so funny to watch. Um, and so finally, like day comes down I tell her like hey I, I need to talk to you yeah. um and in my mind this can go either way she, she can either be grateful for the information or she could hate me for yeah, it totally but I won't be able to sleep at night holding on to this anymore and knowing that there again is still a wedding that's around the corner mm -hmm. that we all put a deposit on <laughs> and that we didn't get back it's <laughs> fine and that, that's like coming and you know, it's just one day closer and she's like picking out her dress and like doing all these things and I just can't do it. I can't take it anymore. I have to tell her and just rip the bandaid off. If she pulls a Sammy, it is what it is. Like at least I told her. And the reason why I wanted to tell her is because I just wanted it to be her choice. Whether she took her back or not, I wouldn't have judged her. Wouldn't have judged her, wouldn't have blamed her, would have supported whatever decision yeah. decision it was. But I wanted it to be her choice. Hmm. I didn't want anybody to make that choice for her. I didn't want us to make it, the cheater to make it. But it felt like withholding that information, information, we all made that choice for her. Hmm. You know, we all said, we're all going to protect the cheater and you're going to go through this marriage and like no one's going to, no one's going to tell you or, yeah. or how are you going to find out? You know, so I just wanted it to be her choice if she decided to continue with this right. wedding or with this relationship or anything. But at least, you know, it was up to her. So we sat down. <laughs> I ordered like two double shots of tequila. Yeah. You got to set the mood. Set the, set the tone. I was like, I'm going to need this either way this conversation goes. Uh, and, you know, she sat down and I, I forgot the excuse to try to even get her out of the house to meet with me one-on-one. -on -one. I think I told her you and I had like a big fight or something like that. And I was trying to stall because I ordered these shots and the waiter didn't bring them out yet. And so I didn't want her to Were you worried that her partner was going to be there? I was worried that her partner was going to be there because they're always together mm. most of the time. And I already feel like her partner didn't trust me. Like I don't think she would have let her out alone with me because – the last time we all hung out together, it was just a very strange dynamic. And I pick up on body language a little bit. And it was very weird, mm -hmm. mainly from me, because I don't like you. When I don't like you, I don't like you. Yeah. And so my body Gemini. language was pretty much like, we're not cool anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think she knew. I think she probably knew her time was coming. Um, and so we sit down. I'm waiting for this waitress to bring these, these shots. She's taking too long. Ugh. Now I have to figure out a lie to like – 
you know, stall. stall because how embarrassing, like this can go either way. And here you go. Like waitress comes in with guac and shots and it's just like, we're falling apart together, you know? So let me get everything on the table and then, you know, break this all down. So finally everything mm -hmm. comes in. I think I told her like, social media is just really hard and I can't oh, do it God. anymore. And, <laughs> and then she's like, really? That's it? I'm like, yeah. And then the waitress comes and then I was like, you know, but it's all fine now. It's good. <laughs> all of a sudden. Like, I can, we can deal. It was not that big of a deal. Yeah. Both of your personas came out in one second. They did. Gemini was like one and the other. Uh, and the Academy of the Best Actress goes too. Uh, and then I was like, is there a cheers button? Like a little, <laughs> I can't find it. <laughs> I got you. It's honestly, it's boo. <laughs> I got you. Yay, that's me accepting my Oscar um, <laughs> for a best performance. And so basically, we got everything. I'm finally breaking down, you know, what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I told her the truth. I was like, I wanted to let you know that I found out through Jay, your fiance has been cheating on you for quite a while. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not even sure that they're, the cheating hasn't stopped. Like for, to the best of my knowledge, it hasn't stopped. And that she has she had no intentions of telling you yeah. um, before the wedding. And Jay wanted to be the one to do this herself. I asked to be the one to tell her. And the way she reacted was positive rather than negative. Mm -hmm. So she didn't pull a Sammy, which in the back of my mind, like at any point in time, I was going to get blamed for this and right. for ruining not only their relationship, but the wedding, the friendship. the friendship, the dynamic, her whole world just got flipped upside down. Yeah. And I had to be the messenger that did that. Which and is so unfair. It, it was it was unfair that it was our responsibility, but I'm I would 100 percent take fire because I know it's the right thing to do, even though it can hurt and it's the hardest thing to do sometimes. Mm. Not because it was ever a choice. Right. It was just, I hate seeing people who I care about hurt. Mm. And I knew she was going to hurt and she was going to hurt for a while. But I did tell her, like, you have Jay and I support either decision you make. Wherever you decide to go with this, we will have your back however you need us to mm. um, in whatever you decide. Right. And I think she just needed to hear that she wasn't going to be alone because I think she thought that. Just for context, and I don't think we brought this up, they had been together for years. Yeah. Like almost 10 years. And so this was a relationship that was almost a decade old that, you know, now all of a sudden her whole life was going to change. Like yeah. the the house that they built together, the livelihood that they built together. The friendships. Yeah. The friendships that were built between all of us are gone. And, you know, there's no going back from that. And since that moment like we've stand by our decision and we've stand by her and she is our closest friend and you know we consider her family and we're there for her in any way that she needs us because like we understand that so much has changed and we never want her to feel alone because she isn't she's always gonna have us in her corner I mean she's also a super amazing person like yeah. just driven and like all the literally all the check all the boxes are checked when it comes to our friend. And so it just blows my mind that people, like it doesn't matter if you're a Shakira or like a Jane Doe at home, like cheating is, you, cheating is cheating. People cheat regardless of what they have at home. And I think that's also like interesting. Like, that, uh, she's such a badass. Yeah, you that's know what, what I mean? mean. And I'm so mad because she's, She's so, like, financially savvy. She went to a, an Ivy League freaking prestigious school. She's not only smart with and, and like, with money but and in general. Funny. She's funny and she's fun. And she just exudes, like, light and laughter as soon as you walk into a room. And any person would be lucky to be with her. Right. She's such a good and genuinely kind-hearted person, which I think that's why – the cheating was able to go on for so long ah. because she is so nice and she's so forgiving and kind. I think people take advantage of people like that, unfortunately. And I just, 
I know she's going to be fine when she's in her villain air and like her <laughs> Shakira, Miley, like I'm back and I'm bad, but there's a process. Like cheating, you know, or being on the receiving end of being cheated on is a process. Um, there's a lot of grieving. There's mm -hmm. a lot of depression and heartache and, you know, day, some days are good, some days are bad. Mm -hmm. Some days you want to eat everything. Some days you want to eat nothing. Like yeah. I came from a string of being cheated on relationships mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter. You can be the most beautiful person in the room. Like freaking Beyonce even got cheated on. That's Emma true. got cheated on. Like what the heck? It doesn't matter. It doesn't freaking matter. But there are people out there who are good people and who don't cheat. And I think that's just the world and the dynamic mm. that we live in. You can't control another person. You can only control yourself. And I'm so glad that even through this, she's going to be fine. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. Yeah. She's good. It's just the process. It's just a process. It's not going to happen overnight. And but yeah. I feel good about yeah, like the kind of people that we are, mm. and just ripping off the band aid, unfortunately, and just telling her the truth. Mm -hmm. uh, and it and it makes me realize that, like, it's really rare to find friends that would do that. You know, I can yeah. say confidently that our small group of best friends, mm -hmm. if you cheated or if I cheated, they would tell the other person like mm -hmm. I know that for a fact because mm -hmm. their moral compass is on the same side as as we are yeah but I think this group of friends made me realize that far and few and be far and f like there's there's a small amount of people that would actually do what you and I did yeah a lot of the times I'd say 99% of the time they would have just said it's not my problem yeah it's not my relationship you I, know I think that's disappointing yeah I think that's disappointing because we had the information last why were we the first ones to speak up you know that that's a disappointing aspect of this whole thing within the group because we're all adults you all can hang out with whoever you want to hang out with but what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong correct and I'm not saying like you know, you have to pick a side. Like I think people just naturally did. And I was surprised on the side that they picked. Yeah. I was very, and still am, disappointed because I think if this shows us anything, it, it's where your, your moral compass lies, you know? And now I know if anything were to happen between us, like if I were to have cheated. Mom's the word. No one would say yeah. anything. Y'all would just watch you know, watch this whole thing crash and burn and pretend like everything's fine. And that's not okay. And, you know, as Oprah say, when people show you who they are, you have to believe them. Well, guess what? I believe you now <laughs> that you have a shitty choice in friends. Um, except for us, because we're awesome at the time, but now you lost us. Uh, but just, it was all a learning experience. Right. It was all a learning curve. We learned things the hard way. We also know where we stand and we, we, we got put to the test, you know, and I like to think we passed it with flying colors within ourselves, but it doesn't mean it wasn't a hard decision to make. Oh, yeah. And I will stand by it. We got the best end of the divorce, if you will, in this <laughs> because she's so rad. And like, I just can't, again, I can't wait for her happy era. And then even though those friends and that friend group occupied space within us and our time mm. and in our hearts. Now we've, there's vacancies, yeah. you know, we can fill it in with somebody who, you know, deserves that space and deserves that time. Quality and over quantity, baby. Exactly. So now we have an opening. We are accepting <laughs> applications for new friends and Please friend feel free to DM us on <laughs> at EdenXJ. We love food, travel, all things mezcal some reggaeton music <laughs> reggaeton. some dancing dancing all the things i like to think that we're and awesome. jersey shore everything but cheating <laughs> that is bad but uh yeah so why do you think people cheat mm, that is a loaded question but because i know that our friend is asking herself this question mm. like why why did you do it why did you cheat um and i would have to say People cheat for different reasons. I think a lot of the times people will step out because something's missing. Uh, it comes down to communication, and we preach this all the time on our page. 
if something is wrong in in your relationship and if you're missing something, you have to speak up because divorce isn't like this, you know, oftentimes or, or separation isn't this like one shot to the heart and, you know, years of unraveling are just gone in a matter mm-hmm. of seconds. It's time and time again of unhappiness or neglect or anger or, you know, miscommunication, all of these things just pent up until this catalytic moment where they're willing to risk it all and and step out and cheat. I think it's the cowardly thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think cheating is very cowardly because you should just be able to tell somebody, I'm unhappy, we can either fix this, and if not, that's okay, yeah. I will walk out. Just, just walk out, just... Step away rather than cheat because now you're hurting that person. Mm -hmm. I do think cheating, like some of it, I know that there's a study out there that one of the causes of cheating is obviously for revenge too. So that's more of like a malicious factor, but I'm I'm specifically talking about cheaters who cheat not for revenge because like there's other, you know, things missing in the dynamic. But if you can just speak up and give the person, your partner, a chance to fill in what's missing, like give them that option and give them that chance. And if not, and you're not happy, that's okay. Just walk away. Yeah. Unpopular opinion. I think cheaters are just lazy. Really? I do. <laughs> I think, yes, I think all of that is correct. But I think that. Explain. Well, I just feel like. They're watching Jersey Shore. Instead, <laughs> instead of like wanting to fix the problems within the relationship, it's a lot easier to just step out and cheat. Mm. Therefore, I think most cheaters are lazy. Because they don't want to put in the work. As, on top of what you said. Cheaters being lazy. It honestly sounds exhausting. Could you imagine? Like, Having two different to, lives. Yes, two different lives. I am tired thinking about it. <laughs> I am like exhausted trying to balance our life and a dog. Yeah. Like I can't imagine like entertaining another person yeah. and another person's emotions and feelings and all I of that, that stuff. I still think they're lazy. Yeah. You know, I mean, same sex, different opinions. We can agree <laughs> to disagree and that's fine too. Do you think um, do you think people can come back from cheating? Like, do you think there is salvageability in this situation? Oh man, in this situation, like in our friend situation, mm-hmm. or just in general? I think, oh, however so, you okay. want to. So I think in our friend situation, no, mm-hmm. because there's no accountability. There's no um, acknowledging that they were wrong, mm-hmm. and there's there was no like even acknowledging that it happened, right? Yeah. So. That alone tells me a big no. That's they're selfish. They're not interested in fixing or working on their problems, which ties to them being lazy. <laughs> but um, I think that there is a way to come back. There, if you go to couples therapy, if you go to individual therapy, if you really like figure out why it is that you're cheating, um, and and if the relationship is worth saving, yes. But that's a lot of work. Like, I'm not saying you can come back from cheating within a week or a month or sometimes even a year. I just mean, like, actual personal growth and acknowledgement and a lot of therapy and unbagging and, like, going through your traumas and figuring out what it is, like, what's the real reason that you're cheating? Yes. But very few people will do that. Well, going back to your theory that cheaters are lazy – it would take a lot of work and a lot of which is why they don't do it. Work being put into it, so probably not. I, I mean, guess. that's why they're like, "Bye, deuces." I'd rather <laughs> just go and fuck it up in the next relationship <laughs> oh, than like no. work on the problem. Yeah, it. I mean, we always talk about how this relationship that we're currently in, <laughs> marriage, hi, hi, uh, is the hardest relationship we've ever been in. Yes, and that's because healthy relationships take work. It's so easy to fall back into old habits and old triggers, but it's so important for us to grow in this relationship and growing together versus growing apart is so critical. And that takes work. And we realize that we both have a lot of growing pains along the way and just getting through them together. And I think a lot of people still to this day don't know how to communicate to one another in a healthy way and, and, you know, a positive, safe space. I mean, we've been in this relationship for four years. We go to couples therapy. We've done individual therapy. We do all the things by the book. And I think my communication skills still Mm -hmm. lack. 
personally. Yeah. I think there's a lot of growth that I can still, that I'm still working on. Mm -hmm. And that's me wanting to do the work. Mm -hmm. It takes a long time. Yeah. If you think about it, like relationships are two people being raised in two completely different households and somehow you've got to make that work. Like your communication skills have to line up somehow. And to your point, even us, we're, there's things that we disagree on because of the way that we were raised or the traumas are different and we have to manage how to like make the pieces fit. Yeah. That makes sense. We both speak two different languages and somehow have to find a way to communicate with yeah. each other in a healthy way. And it can be frustrating sometimes. Definitely. And it can be beautiful other times, but that's life and that's yeah. marriage and that is the reality. Um, and I think that's that's like the reason why I would never cheat. Mm. Like period. You're, like, you're not lazy. Or in this relationship <laughs> is because we've spent so much time, like yeah. aside from the fact that you're drop dead gorgeous and I'm madly in love with you. Aww, we've you. also spent so much time together, like mm. unlearning and working through our traumas. Mm. And like this, for me, this love is a lot deeper. Like it's deeper than like just, yeah. surface you know what I mean and that would be so hard for me to find in someone else yeah I think it's very rare yeah you know, that you find the person that you're willing to put in the work that part. with and for me that was you as well yeah where from the moment I met you I was like all right so my life is never going to be the same again this is going to be a long and bumpy road but I'm willing to I'm willing to get in every time yeah. And it's it's been worth it. And I want to be here. It's not even that I never feel like I have to be here. I genuinely want to be here even when it's hard. And that's what I love about, you know, our page and the safe space that we've made here, especially on the podcast, where we can be honest and talk yeah. about this is hard, but it's worth it. It's worth it when you learned healthy communication dynamics and when you're with the person that you want to work through things with it's every day is a choice and you're like I don't want to be anywhere else but here right or I don't want to do this thing with anybody else but you I don't want to ask anybody what their favorite color is <laughs> I don't I <laughs> but like I I love being here and I know if anything were to ever happen and we were to ever you know separate I would starve because you cook so <laughs> good <laughs> you set me up <laughs> I wouldn't be able to put on lipstick or my eyeliner mm -hmm. because that's all Eden yeah we're a we're a pretty good dynamic I agree you know? and I love that boom <laughs> blow that up I love that and yeah I think that was great I think that was a really nice like healthy way to talk about cheaters <laughs> and you know the fault that we had with our friends and I would love if we can segue in and open one of our communication cards because we're on the yeah. topic of healthy communication. And do you want to explain to them Let's a little do bit it. about our intimacy deck? All right. So this is called an intimacy deck. Eden and I have used this probably for the majority of our relationship. Yeah. And essentially what it is is categories. They're all different colors mm -hmm. and they're prompts to get you to open up and talk more about um, in intimate, intimate topics conversations. and conversations. <laughs> um, so yeah, so do you yeah. want me to, so do you want me to grab one? Do you um, want to grab one? You can grab one first, but I'm gonna, you got a head start on being able oh, to I just read pulled that. it out. Oh. <laughs> I was I just like, pulled it was out. that one from our red pile or? I don't know. Or not red pile, okay. <laughs> I'm not sure, it. but I'll pull one out here. Uh, these are really deep and intimate you know, cards. Oh, and for those who are obviously looking That's to build their communication, <laughs> this is a really good just like training wheels that gets yeah. you talking about deeper things. Yeah. All right. Here's mine. Um, what do you think are my worst qualities? Bom, bom, bom. That got deep real Ooh, quick. They asked what your icks are? <laughs> They're asking you. <laughs> Me. And what, then I'll what? answer. I'll, I'll do you. Worst qualities. Yeah. What's my worst quality? Trick question, you have <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> um, worst quality, that's so, I don't like the word worst. Um, I just think that there are things that I'm not the biggest fan of. And if I do have to pick one, um, that you can be uh, pretty quick, um, pretty, uh, not hot tempered, but your, your response when you feel like you're being pushed into a corner, mm. you feel like attacked. 
yeah even when you're not um I agree and that's just something that we've been working on um through therapy through each other and I'm more more than happy to be patient with that and I know and I know our listeners are like what Jay's like hot tempered she's a sensitive Pisces for context like we both have very different dynamics of growing up yeah where you know you grew up in a very you know intense Latin household where everyone takes jabs at one another and that's how you sit at the dinner table and that's us being nice to each other nice and you're ripping each other to shreds and like to grow up feeling like you have to be on the defense all the time, all day, every day since you were born. It makes sense. It makes sense yeah. how I could say something and it can come off in your brain as something you need to be defensive about. And communication and showing emotion, there's like a wall that goes up because mm-hmm. you've had to protect yourself growing up your entire life. Um don't love it. Not my favorite thing. I had to survive. So I think it's more of a survival instinct. Instinct. Yeah. And it's something that I've been trying to unlearn. Yeah. But, you know, having X amount of years in that type of environment, mm-hmm. it does take some time. Yeah. And I do realize that. And I think that I would love to stop that. And I know it's going to get to a better place where nothing, yeah. it kind of just rolls off my back. Mm-hmm. But I will say, like, within the last four years that we've been together, it's once it happens, I, it's, I'm, it's easy for me to like catch it and I'm very mm-hmm. quick to apologize. You're and more to, remorseful for yeah, it. Yeah, immediately. Like I, I know that it's wrong and mm-hmm. I know that you, it's nothing to do with you and everything yeah. to do with the way that I was raised. Yeah. So at least I'm quicker at responding to those. That's, I believe, like how safe space became about mm-hmm. because I felt like you never felt comfortable to talk to me. You would bottle things in yeah. and things would explode. And I'm like, finally, you know what? Kitchen, safe space. Say whatever you need to say. I will not judge you. I will not blame you. Just talk to me. Like, yeah. tell me what's going on because this, this, you know, intense silence or you're mad about the shoes being left on the floor, but it's not the shoes. It's always something else. And I want you to feel safe to talk to me. Yeah. And I think it, my work that I needed to do to help you get there was making you feel safe enough to talk. If yeah. I don't create a space in an environment for you to come to me, you're never going to come to me. And I know if I'm going to help you work through this, I don't love this thing, but that doesn't mean that you're in on it by yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to do the best that I can to help you because yeah. I'm your partner. I will help you get you know to the finish line. And it, you know it's not a race. We'll get there when we get there. And I have all the confidence in the world that you will cross that finish line. And, uh, you know, I'm here to help you however you need. No, I love that. Yeah. Love. All right. What's your (laughs) ick about me? (laughs) My ick about you. Let me pull out my notebook real quick. (laughs) The scroll. (laughs) No, I think think we talked about it. You kind of called yourself out earlier. But my ick um, about you is how you're so cutthroat. Hmm. It's like, it's either you're all in or you're all out and there's no middle ground. There's no space or room for forgiveness. Yeah. Although you've gotten a lot better. I will say when Thank I first you. met you, you were just like, nah, it's, it is what it is. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I do see a little change where you're, even the situation, right? You, like you mm-hmm. sat on it, even though your initial instinct was to just jump in, dive in, guns blazing let's just tell her everything and just figure it out yeah (laughs) versus you actually like took what I said and you sat on it and you slept on it and then you we agreed what to what made sense Mm -hmm. so I think that's my biggest you're just really you can be very stubborn sometimes and one-sided once you you've decided there's no Mm -hmm. there's no room for negotiations that is I think the biggest growth that I've had with you, it has been a challenge. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite thing. I know. To like grow I in know. this space. But I'm also not in a relationship with myself. Right. You know, so I have to take your thoughts and your opinions into consideration. Even though that, you know, I'm I'm going kicking and screaming and I want to set the place on fire and I never want to speak to these people again mm-hmm. and, you know, and be, you know, crazy person that I once was. That's who I was before you. And that's not who I want to be now. Um, because 
it's in, what's important to you is also important to me. Right. And even though my defense mechanism is to, you know, cut people out because that's how I keep myself safe, that doesn't mean that it's healthy. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to stand on an island by myself because people are human. They make mistakes. People will make mistakes around me. Yeah. And if I never allow people to make mistakes. How can they grow? How can they grow? And, you know, I will you know, be by myself at a certain point because everybody will let me down. And Which is a horrible way to live. I know, I know. And I've learned with And I'll you. tell you this. I'm If I didn't learn from my mistakes or allowed myself to grow from the mistakes, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. I've made a lot of mistakes. True. Many. I'm perfect. I'm joking. Yes. <laughs> As all Geminis would say. I know, I know. My other toxic, your other ink about me. <laughs> I said a laundry list. I'm ready. That was just one. There's that one. <laughs> oh, did it say one? Let's not finish reading that card. <laughs> We're good. It said three. I hope y'all enjoyed today's Wait, episode. you didn't oh. even, I think. What? This. This? Oh, this thing. Oh, this little thing. This whole dynamic and the lighting. No big deal. We just went from like audio (laughs) to audio visual to To bam. A whole last show. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Uh, Yes. Very, very exciting. Uh, The podcast has gotten some work done. Um, Hope you like her. (laughs) Um, We're, you know, we're jumping into a new season and a new year. Yeah. And we're excited to give this a try and hear your feedback. Let us know. Do you like it? Do you like the new dynamic? Should we add anything? Should we keep it going? Or do you want us to go back into, you know. Just audio. The closet with like a little, (laughs) a little mic and a little light, you know. I love it. Me too. I think it's cool. And we get these guys. Hey. <laughs> it feels like home here. I really like it. I really enjoy it. And I'm excited to see what episode two will bring. Yeah. Or episode three for three. this. 2023 already. You can count this as episode one. The other one could be like a little. A little recap. A little recap. Cappy cap. Official episode one, season two of Eden XJ Unfiltered. <laughs> and what do you want to talk about next week? I think. so many topics. There's one that's been lingering okay. that we told our listeners that we were going to talk about and we completely keep avoiding it. What is and, it? like rolling over it. That girl, that girl we oh. accidentally both hooked up with. Yeah. Yeah, we keep getting asked about it. We have to finally talk about it. All right, it. we're just going to rip the Band-Aid off. Got to rip it off. That'll be next week. Got to be unfiltered. That's going to be fun. Tune in. <laughs> um, and before we go really quickly… Uh, we want to just like let you all know that we have some exciting things coming down the pipeline, not only for us, but for Preciosa Night. If you haven't, yeah, if you haven't heard, so go follow Preciosa Night. It's our event page that we've been hosting some pretty cool parties on there. And we just got approached by the city of LA, so and we got big things coming. You gotta, you gotta think big, but you gotta <laughs> think big. But you guys know what? Yeah, that is. You know, you know. If you know, you know. So there may be a festival in the works. So we'll let you guys know more about that as soon as it comes in. But we love you and thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us. We know you could be on any other podcast, but you're here with us. So we appreciate all of you. And please leave five stars if you like what you're hearing. Thank you. Bye. Bye.